A night owl is as unnatural to a human that's evolved to wake up with the sun. It's just as unnatural as a person that was like, let's say, walking on all fours. And they're like, yeah, you know, it's just it's just easier for me. I just adapted to this. This just fits my lifestyle more. That's like somebody who's a night owl because they think it suits their lifestyle more. <laughs> the, the earlier you fall asleep, the earlier you wake up, the healthier you're going to be and the easier it's going to be to get a proper sleep and your overall health will be benefited by not being a night owl. Hello everybody and welcome to Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host with the most, Texany, aka Mr. World Vibe. And what we have here is a community to give local voices a public platform of shared ideas, knowledge, and perspectives. So welcome back to our Sleepy September series where I share some important information, knowledge, all about sleep. And that's to honor those who are in the seven month marathon challenge. We got seven months of different types of challenges. The first one, of course, being focused on getting sufficient sleep. So shout out to everybody in that group, first of all. And if you guys wanna join the group, I mean, we're starting our next challenge October 1st. Just DM me, just message me at vibingoutwt on Instagram, or just you know text me if you have my number, and I can get you in our group for the next month, okay? So yeah, I'm excited to talk about this topic today. This is our third out of four episodes, all focused on sleep. This one's going to be about improving your sleep using the natural circadian rhythm that we all have as humans. So we're going to talk about that. It's all about improving sleep. I'm so passionate about sleep. I don't know why. Maybe because I spent a lot of time learning about it. I've spent time like helping others with it. And I just, I love health in general. I love promoting wellness well-being and i know how important sleep is to that i'm also somebody who needs to always focus on my sleep because i don't sleep as good as i could like i don't sleep as as well as i could be so i'm always trying to optimize my sleep i'm always trying to take in these tips and considerations that i that i share with you guys so super excited let's get started before that just want to say thank you so much so grateful for everybody here listening, whether it's your first time listening or your 100th time. All right, I appreciate you for listening. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss any episodes. And if you want to support me anymore, and I appreciate all the support, make sure you check the links in the description of this episode. I have my ebook and audiobook, How to Vibe Out. I have my V1 Classic t-shirt in black or white. We have limited sizes, so make sure you get one. And I have my Patreon where you're going to have access to a bunch of behind the scenes, exclusive content, all on the Patreon there. So yeah, different ways to support, consider it, and let's get started. So I have some notes here about different ways of focusing on our sleep. And I want to start with what the heck is the circadian rhythm? Some people might have heard of it. Some people might not know what it is at all. Let's start there. Let's start with what the heck that is. So basically our circadian rhythm is our built-in 24-hour clock that's designed to release specific hormones. You know, hormones that control digestion, control the immune system, blood pressure, fat utilization, 
appetite, mental energy, and so much more. So as humans, as we've evolved, we've, we have the circadian rhythm. And because we are uh, diurnal beings, which means we are awake in the daytime, that's like how we usually function. That's the best way we function. We're going to have this built-in 24-hour clock. So there's actually a study that these two guys went into a cave. They were researchers. They went into a cave and lived there for over 30 days. And they actually still found a 24-hour clock naturally in them. They woke up. They stayed up for 15 hours. They went to bed for like nine hours. So, and they just kept doing that for, for over 30 days, even though there was no like other clock or, or light and sun setting, sun uh, rising, there was nothing else, but they had that built-in clock. So it, it worked for them. So that just shows that we have this circadian rhythm. We've evolved to have one, right? So that's what it is. And we're going to talk about how to optimize the things that we do in our, in our daily, uh, day-to-day I guess, routines to make sure that we're getting the most out of the circadian rhythm. Let's do waking up. Let's do, you know, throughout the day. And let's talk about bedtime. So we're going to talk about three different parts of the day, right? Let's start with waking up. This is my favorite time of the day, guys. I'm not going to lie. The morning. Oof. That is my time to shine. All right. I personally like to wake up a little bit before the sun. I like to get a jump on the day. But the most natural thing you can do is wake up with the sun. That's the preferred thing to do is to wake up with the sun. Of course, don't snooze. All right. Snoozing is like the biggest L you can take. It it really is because when you snooze, you literally do lose. You lose time in your morning. You're caught in this cycle of sleeping and waking up and wanting to sleep again, waking up because honestly, like a full sleep cycle takes about 90 to 120 minutes. So a full sleep cycle takes about like like almost like an hour to two hours. So if you're snoozing for like 10 to 20 minutes, you're only going into light sleep and then waking up again. So you're not in a full sleep cycle. So your body wants to keep getting to that full sleep cycle. So you're really just doing yourself harm by snoozing. I only set two alarms. I set the first alarm and I set the next one for five minutes after. I give myself five minutes to just like roll around, not enough time to fall asleep fully again, and then I get up from there. And when you wake up around the same time when the sun gets up, you're gonna find it's easier to do again and again and again. So that's number one, wake up with the sun, don't snooze. Let's talk about a few hormones that actually get released in our brain, that actually help us and ways we can actually learn about them to help our sleep. You've probably heard of these three, but let me talk a little bit about them. Melatonin being the first one, okay? Melatonin is the hormone that helps us regulate being tired, just being tired in general. So when we wake up, we have very, very, we don't have any melatonin basically. We wanna wake up and this is basically the least amount. The melatonin is the, the, the least in the morning because when the sun rises, we produce less melatonin, all right? So that, yeah, that's produced in the pineal glands. And yeah, so our body literally suppresses this as the sun rises and we're exposed to more blue light. So blue light being light from outside, light from our phones even, that's all blue light, light from TV, same thing from screens. Now, when melatonin is like suppressed, we have cortisol that spikes, right? Inversely, it's a natural inverse relationship. So as melatonin goes down, cortisol goes up. A lot of people know cortisol as the stress hormone, 
but you know you're not supposed to have as little as possible you're supposed to have a healthy amount of cortisol when you wake up that's when your cortisol should be the highest in the day it's supposed to make you energized alert it's kind of like adrenaline like it's supposed to get you going get you out of bed and get you like energized to get started with the day so it's okay to have cortisol you should naturally have a spike of cortisol in the morning now the other thing is serotonin the last one i want to talk about here we want to make sure we optimize our serotonin this is one of the most important like hormones to our happiness okay forget about dopamine i know we've all heard of dopamine and how you know we feel good by getting more dopamine but dopamine does not have to do with happiness it's mostly motivation and reward so if you eat a cookie you will feel rewarded by it but you're also motivated to have another cookie so it's a tricky hormone. Dopamine does not always make you feel good. It just clings you on to things that, that you want more of. Dopamine just wants more dopamine. It's kind of like a scary, it's a very scary hormone in that way. That's why a lot of drug addicts crave that dopamine. But serotonin is much more focused on regulating our hormones. So for, so for example, happiness, right? Because regulating these feelings, these moods that are attached to having different hormones. So how to optimize your serotonin most important thing when you wake up guys spend time getting sunlight right away like when you wake up open the blinds we're lucky it's still september it's still decent outside when you wake up go for a walk get outside if you have a pet or like a dog for example and you wake up and you walk your dog you are benefiting a lot when we expose ourselves to the morning sunlight our bodies get better at increasing or decreasing melatonin at the proper amounts like it's regulating our hormone our hormones better serotonin also plays a role in energy levels so more serotonin is increased energy now also just to throw it in when we get when we get sunlight in the morning we get more vitamin d and that's linked to healthy brain function so yeah you just want to you want to wake up and you want to get outside that's the best way to start the natural progression of your of your hormones of these neurotransmitters so that you're setting yourself up for a good sleep right when you wake up so yeah during the day i'm not really going to talk about things to do during the day i mean obviously food the food you eat really affects your sleep obviously staying away from caffeine before bed maybe like eight to ten hours before bed caffeine lasts a long time in your in your body okay it really does so i would suggest don't have coffee like much later than like noon me, I'm like I'm trying to have less and less caffeine, but I do love coffee, so I know that my sleep is actually very significantly affected because I have so much caffeine during the day. So yeah, try to avoid your caffeine usage. I feel like a hypocrite saying that, but you know, I'm just speaking the facts at least. Avoid other drugs, alcohol, nicotine will negatively affect sleep quality. So just you know, you know, mind those, mind those as well. Working out. Earlier in the day will help you get a better sleep. I made an entire reel about this because it's important. If you want to work out at any point of the day, best time is the morning because your body temperature raises significantly when you work out. And it takes a very long time for your body temperature to decrease. So you want to make sure you're not working out at night because your body temperature has to take hours to drop. And to actually get a good sleep, you need a low body temperature. You need to be cooler than usual when you go to bed. You know, we have like, we feel really comfy in bed when we're like, we're, we're cold, but the warm sheets keep us warm. That's like the perfect setting for your body. So yeah, try to work out early in the day. 
food, drugs, watch out for all these things. Just, you know, stay mindful. The last thing is bedtime, right? So I know in our last Sleepy September, I talked a little bit about things you can do to kind of optimize your bedroom situation. Go back and check out the recent Sleepy September one and you can learn some different ways to optimize your bedroom. But basically, you want to sleep as soon as you can after sunset, right? So in winter, that's going to be earlier. Summer, that's a little bit longer. But this will naturally boost our like natural cortisol levels, right? It's going to become easier to wake up quickly, right? The earlier earlier you go to bed. So if you go to bed at like 1 a.m., if you have to get up for 7, right, that's 6 hours of sleep, you're going to feel very tired. I mean, we talked about, in last episode, we talked about HGH production. You missed out on a lot of HGH because you, you weren't sleeping earlier at night. But if you go to bed at uh, 10 p.m. and you, you need to get up for 4 a.m., you're going to get up much easier because you got much more HGH. And this is this it just plays better to our natural cortisol levels, all right? So all-nighters is something else I want to talk about because I think that's something that's very realistic for a lot of people, a certain demographic of people. Um, and this, you know, it's tough. I've, I've worked all, all, I've worked all-night jobs. I've worked overnight shifts, graveyard shifts. I've, I've had to do that before too. And my honest suggestion would be just to not work a job that demands later hours if you care about your health. Like some people work in certain industries like officers or like ex- emergency response units and uh, yeah, healthcare units as well. You know, it's tough because you need to you need to work those shifts. But I would suggest to you guys, I would honestly suggest try to do like shift like switching. So like you do like a week of that and then like do a week of afternoon or morning shifts. Try to get off that as quick as you can, as much as you can. You know what I mean? Try to fight for less all night or graveyard shifts. Because honestly, missing sleep at night is equivalent to taking in carcinogens such as lead exposure and UV radiation right so you need that you need proper melatonin levels and if you're staying up at night how are you gonna how's your body gonna create melatonin if you're going to bed and it's bright out your body does not create melatonin when there's light hitting your eyes right and and even if it's daytime and you're covering your your eyes your body has that built-in clock so it knows when it's supposed to sleep it does know that um like for example if you're blind Right, and you couldn't see light as well, like obviously. So you'd rely on other things such as temperature, the internal like 24-hour clock, smells, uh, body temperatures, things like this. These would help you get that natural clock. So all-nighters, working graveyard shifts are very tough. Even one night of sleep deprivation can make you just as insulin-resistant as a person with type 2 diabetes. So that's me. That means people who are doing constant night shifts are are so at risk for things as, such as uh, lack of like stunted growth, breast cancers, diabetes, other health complications just by not getting a proper sleep with the natural cycle that we have. And speaking of natural cycles, I want to address night owls because maybe some of you guys are hearing this. I'm saying, you know, go to bed early, wake up early. And for some people, that's like, nah, like I can't. I'm a night owl. Being a night owl is unnatural. I'm just going to say it how it is. It's unnatural. Sometimes we have to do it because our schedules demand it. But a night owl is as unnatural to a human that's evolved to wake up with the sun. 
it's just as unnatural as a person that was like, let's say, walking on all fours. And they're like, yeah, you know, it's just it's just easier for me. I just adapted to this. This just fits my lifestyle more. That's like somebody who's a night owl because they think it suits their lifestyle more. <laughs> the, the earlier you fall asleep, the earlier you wake up, the healthier you're going to be and the easier it's going to be to get a proper sleep and your overall health will be benefited by not being a night owl. I know that's hard to like, that's a hard pill to swallow, but it is what it is, guys. Like, I'm just speaking the facts. Me, I love the morning and I'm so grateful that I do because that's when I feel so productive. So I hope you guys are listening to this and if I've triggered you with that night owl thing, I hope you can take into consideration some of the things in this episode and hopefully try to adjust your clock back earlier and earlier so you can get an earlier sleep. Like, if you don't want to be a night owl, I know somebody asked me this recently on a post. If you don't want to be a night owl, then you have to slowly go to bed, like every day, 15, 10 minutes earlier, 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 and slowly you'll, and if you get up earlier every day as well, slowly you can like shift that clock backwards. So it's wake up early, I mean, go to bed early and wake up early, which is what you want. That's the, that's the optimal functioning. Or if you're a little bit more risky, but you want to just, just, you know, do it one time, one day you can kind of deprive yourself of sleep. So let's say you woke up at, you know, 12 p.m. like you usually might do, and you'll go to bed at like, I don't know, 3 a.m. You'll you'll go to bed at 3 a.m., but now in the next morning you'll wake up at like 8 or like 7. So you're going to wake up, you're going to be super tired probably, have a coffee, whatever. Take your caffeine in the morning, not too late, and just power through that day. But when, in the, when evening comes, I promise you, if, if you don't nap all day, if you try to stay awake all day, you know, do a little workout when you wake up, just do the things that we said in this episode. When nighttime comes, even evening, 8 p.m., 9 p.m., you're going to be done. And you're going to fall asleep that early, then set an alarm for like 6, 7 a.m. And boom, there you go. You've already, you, in, in one day, essentially, you've already fixed your schedule. So it just takes one day of sleep deprivation and making sure you do not nap <laughs> during the day. So there's different ways of resetting your of resetting your circadian rhythm so that you can optimize it. I hope this episode helped. I try to drop I tried to drop some knowledge in this one, some information and all the different things I've learned here. These are all different things I've learned. I'm so happy to share this information with you guys. I hope you can take it to heart, take it to sleep, and I hope it helps you. Message me, let me know if you learned anything from this episode that was relevant for you. I'd love to hear how your sleep experiences is, are going, especially those in our group chat in our Sleepy September group. I hope you guys have the best luck with your sleep. And yeah, we have one more of these Sleepy September episodes coming next week. I'm super excited for that one, so make sure you stay tuned. We have so many episodes this week. I'm telling you, like, I'm just trying to pump out as much as I can with podcast episodes, so... I appreciate all the listens, the downloads. Episode 200 is dropping on Friday. So if you're hearing this one when it came out on Wednesday, just stay tuned for a big episode where we're going to celebrate where we where we are so far and just talk about how how it took to get here, like all the different things it took to make it this far. So just appreciate all you guys. I really, really do. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. So get a great sleep. <laughs> All right. This has been Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host with the most Texany, aka Mr. World Vibe. And I'm signing out. Peace. Mm-hmm.